Hi, and welcome to season three of the LJPC Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Cunningham. This season is going to be all about check-ins. We've lived in COVID world the last seven months, and I don't know about you all, but I want to know how people are holding up. Since I can't interview the entire church, I'll be posting updates from the staff. To get that started is, of course, my husband, Paul Cunningham. Hi. Hey there. Thanks for letting me still come on your show. I really, (laughs) really appreciate that. Welcome back. Once again, you've been my only guest for the last few months. How's, how's no. that? I feel very, I feel very privileged yeah. to still be being asked to come back and keep chatting. Pretty, pretty fancy. Yeah, you, you're all I got, babe. I know. <laughs> anyway, seriously, what's new? What's uh, how's life? What's going on? Uh, well, there's a lot of kind of new stuff going on, which I'm sure we'll talk about mm-hmm. as we go through this time. Um, I think personally is there the last couple of months have been have been pretty good months for me i think in the middle of summer i just kind of got um down and um had a hard time getting motivated and um i don't think that was just because i was preaching on jeremiah although maybe that was <laughs> maybe that was a part of it but uh, really since like august i feel that god's just kind of said hey it's it's going to be okay and we've got this and mm-hmm. um i kind of feel like my heart's been kind of turned and changed and um, you know, the whole transformation thing that, that Jesus does, like, Mm -hmm. I think that's been, that's been a good thing. So, um, so that's been really encouraging to me to just feel like, okay, this weight or this darkness or this, um, the rain cloud, as you talk about that, I sometimes have, right. Your rain cloud has been lifted. It's been lifted a little bit, which has been, which has been good. So I feel that that's, uh, that, that, that's been good. Like that I'm, it's, you know, this, it's a new season and we're trying to figure out what that looks like. But personally, I feel pretty good about, about things. Yeah. It's nice to see that. Definitely. So, uh, what's going, is there anything new with the family we need to talk about? There's all that much new. I can't remember what all we've shared either on the podcast or preaching. I have a hard time remembering where I've shared what, but, uh, most folks are probably aware that Mike has started his sophomore year up at Whitworth in Spokane. So he and I drove up at the end of August and got him moved in socially distanced, wearing masks Mm -hmm. and, um, and things are looking good. I mean, they've had a few cases up there, but that's not surprising and um, nothing nothing serious with anybody. So I think they're working hard at social distancing mm-hmm. and um, all sorts of weird eating situations. And, <laughs> yes, which you know, he just loves. <laughs> just being stuck in the dorm. And then they had the smoke that came in for three days. And <laughs> I just thought, man, they shut the school down and you had to socially distance and stay in your dorm. So was that rough. was a rough three days. Um, but he seems to be doing well. And then Morgan's uh, started her job at, at Solana Beach Presbyterian Church as their high school director. And that seems to be going well. And I think she's um, trying to be creative and figure out what mm-hmm. high school ministry looks like in the midst of COVID and Zoom, where it's hard to connect with kids in person. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, in my business... I was going to ask you um, how your business is. You're, you're a little <laughs> bit more... Uh, it, it's not quite as frantic as it was, I it's feel like. It's not as frantic. I, I made some big changes with my business. I increased my turnaround time, so it takes a little longer for people to get their orders. And I've raised my prices. So it's beautiful. So those are good things to kind of relieve some of the pressure of the due date of getting... Um, orders filled and out the door and so that has felt much better and um i'm still busy but it's not that that stress that i was feeling before so that feels good yeah the cunningham's are doing well yeah and it's weird as many of you know we i mean there were no real family vacations this year either and so that was a whole new i mean i know we're all very privileged to be able to take vacations but i think that you know not being able to travel is uh kind of a new dynamic Mm -hmm. 
for family life as well. Right. Well, today's Sunday. Yes, it and is. And it's our second in-person service was today. So we are back, baby. There you go. Uh, so how did that feel for you? It felt good. I, I I don't know if I deserve a nap on Sunday afternoon anymore now <laughs> because I've already preached Thursday morning and then I preached twice on Sunday. So you you deserve two naps. There you go. I guess I'll start taking one on Thursday. Uh, <laughs> it, it felt good to be back in person the last two Sundays. I think I was very grateful that San Diego did not go into the purple zone again and have to curtail our in person worship experience. Mm-hmm. We spent some time at staff meeting talking about that possibility last Tuesday morning. And I said, well, let's not spend too much on it because we'll see what happens Tuesday afternoon. And sure enough, we, uh, we came in the right numbers. So, uh, that was good. I think to be in person, um, for me preaching, it's, it's great. It's nice to see people, yeah. even though they're wearing masks and socially distanced, but, uh, you know, I, I feel good about being in the sanctuary and, and the fellowship hall mm-hmm. and it's good to hear people singing and well, not people. Good to hear our soloist and band singing. Let me <laughs> be specific yeah. about that. Um, and then everyone else kind of singing along in their heart. And uh, so I think that was good. And I think it's good for people to be back in the building. Mm-hmm. And not that worship's about the building, but I think for some people it's um, it's 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 part of what they do and it's their routine. And um, and so that, that's been good. And it's been good to see people just in person rather than mm-hmm. via Zoom. Right, right. It's felt good for me too. I think it's better than I thought, really. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of people said they didn't want to come and have to wear a mask, but it, it kind of felt normal in a way because we're all wearing masks wherever we go. And then, you know, people have been concerned about not being able to sing. But, um, but last Sunday and this Sunday, I've just been trying to focus on, you know, other ways of expressing worship. And whether that's lifting my hands or humming along behind my mask, which I'm I'm trying to not hum too loud because <laughs> I don't want to be. I did notice today during the Lord's <laughs> Prayer at the 845 service, I was very distinctly heard people saying something. And I was uh, like, well, oh, I think that's uh. okay. I, I felt I, I was, I have to admit, I was saying the Lord's Prayer, but I was saying it quietly. <laughs> okay. And I put my head down. And so I, I do think that that, I think that's okay. Uh, but, but it did feel good. It felt good mm-hmm. to, and it feels good to, to listen to the music and hear Bill play the organ with such joy and hear the solos so excited to be able to express themselves. It feels good to see you up front with that energy and that excitement. So, so all in all, I think it's been good. And just a reminder that if you are planning on joining us for in-person worship, it is helpful uh, to go online and register because yeah. we've had uh, people kind of not registering, which we're able to deal with right now. But if the numbers continue to pick up, um, we may not be able to handle that. So yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Um, so any thoughts on where we're going to be in the next weeks and months, <laughs> Paul? Can you see into oh, the future? If only I knew. I uh, depends on what day you ask me. What I think. Huh. Um, I won't talk in terms of positive or negative stuff. I think just. Um, the strange thing for me is I am now, uh, I'm, I'm, it's funny when we met with our elders six weeks ago or so, I said, I don't want to think about doing worship in the sanctuary until the first of December. And now here we are already back in the sanctuary. (laughs) But, um, the strange thing is to think through, okay, we're not going to be able to do harvest festival this year, which has always been a huge outreach to our community. And, um, so I have this vision and I don't know if it's going to work or not work or whatever, but, um, like for Christmas Eve, I think it'd be great to shut down all of Draper and to do some sort of 
you know, Christmas Eve services yeah. because it's going to be really hard on Christmas Eve, I think, for people not to gather in some way, shape, or form. And the thought of knowing that normally on Christmas Eve we have at least 1,400 or 1,500 people in our building and to think through that that means no more than 100 per service, that's 14 services. Um, so <laughs> what, I guess what, I could start at 6 a.m. <laughs> start at 6 a.m. and go until 8 p.m. or something. <laughs> Um, that seems a little overwhelming to me to, to even think about that. And I haven't even talked to the rest of the staff about that. So um, I think we're trying to be creative of what can we do and what can we not do. Um, you know, how can we be safe? I know a lot of people prefer to be outside rather than inside. Um, although I felt totally fine in the sanctuary mm-hmm. and fellowship hall. I haven't mm-hmm. felt that, that we're, we're too crowded. Right. Um, so I think that that's – I don't know if that's where we're going, but it's stuff that – it's just weird for me – because Christmas Eve would just be so easy because it's just what we do and we know how we do it and we know when we do it. Um, but now it's just a very different season. And, right. and I know that um, I know that Easter celebration was kind of a bummer for people to do that on Zoom because mm-hmm. it's just hard. And so I think, um, you know, Christmas is another big thing. So we're trying to figure out what can we do and how can we make that happen. So, um, you know, that's that's one of the things that are, that's going on. Um, Right. I, like, I, like the, I like the thought of a big Christmas Eve so, block party. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, you know, bring your beach chairs like and that. it's San Diego and it can't be that cold, right. you know, if we're done. So anyway, that's, you know, if anyone wants to help volunteer to do that, they can let me know as well yeah. because that'll be, uh, <laughs> that'll be quite an undertaking, I, I suspect. I think that sounds fun. That's a great idea. Uh, what about other programs at the church? Are they meeting? What's going on, Paul? Well, it's some are and some are not. Some of our small groups are, I'm, I think most of our small groups are meeting on Zoom. Um, you know, Cynthia started her Bible study at church. Mm-hmm. And, in person. In person. And, and she's, on Zoom, maybe. Yeah, so she's doing that in person and on Zoom. Scott's starting his Bible study this Thursday in person and on Zoom. Mm-hmm. And so for those who don't know what we're doing, we're doing these studies um, outdoors on the on the courtyard and then we're also zooming it so for people who want to come they can come and sit outside mm-hmm. and then for those who want to participate via zoom uh, they can do that we have kind of a moderator on zoom kind of ans- asking questions of whoever's speaking mm-hmm. uh, cynthia's doing mom life on fridays and that's lovely which I've is gone you've to gone that. to that I'm, I'm not allowed to be at that so um, <laughs> i will we'll take your word for that so i think we're trying to figure out what can we do outdoors we're going to do our next new members class in october outside and also on Zoom. So I think that that's probably the new model we're working at. Um, I mean, I thank God that we live in San Diego, so we can probably mm-hmm. do that pretty close to year-round. Um, our elders met outside a month ago and did a big circle and socially distanced. And uh, and that was great. It was really mm-hmm. fun to see the elders and um, to see them in person. So I think that's going on. We've had these monthly mission drives, mm-hmm. um, these drive through on Draper's. And, and that's gone really well. We collected so much food yesterday. Yeah, it's awesome. It was or on Saturday. It was really, really great. And uh, and the fun thing for that has been uh, to watch how my young kids are actually coming out with their parents and helping. Right. Because they can they can pick up stuff and move stuff, and which is a lot easier than going down to Mexico or Belize and building a house. So right. It's right. you know nice. It's fun to see kids that are six or seven, eight, nine, ten years old mm-hmm. uh, helping out with that. Yeah, so. and it's super fun to see people drive mm-hmm. up and just wave and say hi and. People that are volunteering, it's just a, it's a nice social event, a yeah. safe event. And I think that's what a lot of people are stri- or wa- longing for. Is I think worship's an important part of it, but I think there is just this social, you know, interaction that happens. And a lot mm-hmm. of us have church friends that we've known for years and uh, haven't been able to see them that much. Right. So, um, 
Yeah, so that's some of the stuff that's, that's, that's going good. on. So how can people find out more about all of this stuff if they don't know? <laughs> well, they can listen to this podcast, yes. which hopefully someone is listening and paying attention <laughs> to these great things that Shannon and I have to share with everybody. Uh, website is always the best place, ljpress.org. And, um, and and I think it's really hard. I, I would say for those of you who are connected to the internet and doing the social media thing, we have stuff on and Instagram as well and Facebook. But uh, I, I would encourage those of you who have who are socially media savvy and perhaps know people who don't do the social media or don't do the internet thing very well uh, to reach out to them because mm-hmm. I think there are a number of our folks in mm-hmm. our church who still. Um, you know, either don't have the internet or don't really know how to use it. So, right, and and there's a church newsletter that comes uh, via in- email. Yes, but you need to go onto the website and say that you want to receive. Yes, that. yeah, or you can email me and tell me that, and I can get you added or email Jim Cedric. But yeah, we send out a weekly email every Saturday, and I for people that you know, I think, and there's a lot of information in that, and so I think sometimes people don't read. All the way down, I'm sure those of you that are listening read the whole thing, but um, but there are things that people miss because of that, because we try to include mm-hmm. people who have passed away and uh, other things like that as well. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk staff for a minute. So have there been <laughs> any staff changes? Well, staff keeps getting smaller and smaller. Yeah, from the last time we did this, I think there's yeah, a few. Uh, so Ron is retired, mm-hmm. which he did in May, I believe. I, I've, I'm June, really, June, May, is June? Is it June? I've lost yeah. track. Honestly, um, we all have COVID brain. he seems to be doing well. He and I have texted several times and um, I think he and Rainer are doing well. And, and then Erica Hill, her and her family have moved to Idaho. Mm-hmm. So that was, uh, uh, I think, a great move for her and her family and for her and Aaron and uh, opportunities for Aaron up there. But uh, that was kind of a bummer yeah, of her yeah. coming to my office and basically saying we're going to move to Idaho in two right. weeks. And so, um, you know, I, I think the good thing that it does for us as the elders and the leaders of the church is it gives us kind of a blank slate as well in terms of saying, you know, when we do come back in person, what is that going to look like and what will our future staffing uh, pattern look like? And and that's a lot of what I've been praying through and working through. And, and I've got some ideas for that, but I'm probably not ready to share those completely yet. <laughs> um, not because I don't know what they are. I just, you know, I, I, I think one thing that COVID has taught me is, you know, we make our plans mm-hmm. and then we wait and see what actually happens. Right. And so, um, but the church is doing great financially. I do want to say, you know, July and August have been super strong months for us financially. We're not spending as much money either as we thought we would. Um, so I'm grateful for the support of our people and mm-hmm. their willingness to continue to give and to trust us. And and I, and I think there is a bright future for our church. It just the staffing may just look a little different, and we mm-hmm. as we kind of rethink how do we come back and when do we come back. You know, Ron Bowles did a great job with worship and arts, but as we all know, um, you know, worship is probably one of the last things that's going to come back in person just because of the nature of COVID and the singing and and all of that. So, um, but you know, we we we're making some plans for for what the future is going to look like and. Um, you know, and we'll, we'll see what that looks like. Right. And then there's online worship, which has, you know, been a huge, uh, huge thing that we've been able to do to reach a lot of people. And we have to think through what does that look like as people come back in person and people watch online, where's the balance and all of that. Right. And, and you have moved forward with one hire. Did we not talk about that? I don't have any idea what did you're we, talking about. Did we talk about the new hire? Oh, our high school director. <laughs> I was like, uh, I uh, well, we did. We that. did actually. She was interviewed today in church. 
uh, on the video on the online service. So uh, yes, so Sophie Nichols is our brand new. <laughs> sorry. Brand new high school director. I I do now. I have COVID brain. I actually saw some of these questions before, and I forgot all about that. Um, sorry, Sophie. My bad. Uh, if you haven't met Sophie, and you, most of you probably haven't, and you didn't watch online service today, uh, she I interviewed her, and she she's great. She's a graduate of Gordon College, and uh, worked with a good friend of mine doing middle school ministry for the last four years. And has now moved down here. So we're excited to have her on staff. She officially joined us about a week and a half ago. Right. And so, um, but take a look online. It's about a five or six minute interview and you can kind of get to know Sophie a little bit more. Yes. Great. Great. Well, is there an encouraging word you want to leave us with I'm so full of encouragement. (laughs) You know, this whole new last couple of months. You are. You're a new man. Yes. There you go. I, uh, it's funny. In the last week and a half, I've had two people... Uh, talk about Joshua, either in a meeting I've been at or in an article someone sent me. And they, uh, the first one, and these are just famous, you know, lines from from the book of Joshua. Um, but one person said, you know, we need to think through. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And and I like that in the sense of saying each of us are in different places when it comes to COVID. Um, you know, some homes are struggling and some homes are doing great. And our job is not to compare our home to someone else's home or someone else's house, uh, but to make that decision with God of saying, God, this is what we're going to be about. This is what we're going to do. And this is how we're going to honor you. And it doesn't matter what the people down the street are doing. It doesn't matter what, or even what our friends are doing, but saying, Lord, how, how can we serve you? Um, and to be intentional about asking uh, that question of saying, you know, Lord, we do want to serve you. And so what does that look like? Um, the second thing it was right as Joshua is getting to go into the promised land. Um, and this is actually reiterated a couple times throughout Joshua. Uh, God says to him, be strong and courageous. And, and, you know, God says that because Joshua had been to the promised land. He knew the promised land was filled with giants. He knew that a lot of people were nervous to go in. He didn't know what the future held. And God says, you need to just be strong and courageous. I'll take care of everything else. And so I think for us, as we make our way, you know, into the quote unquote, we're not going to the promised land, but as we make our way forward mm-hmm. in the midst of COVID, in the midst of political strife, uh, in the midst of uncertain economic times, I think God does have that word of saying, you know, be strong and courageous, be strong in who you are, who I've gifted you to be and move forward in courage mm-hmm. and figure out ways to, uh, and, and I think even be courageous for others to help others kind of you know, turn themselves inside out if they're having a struggle and, um, you know, that we can be a positive force and all of that. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of a couple mm-hmm. things that, that I've been thinking about in the last couple of weeks. Good. Well, any other thoughts before we close? Oh, I always have lots of other thoughts. Um, <laughs> no, we're just grateful. Shane and I really are as yeah. we start year 15, which is really Ooh, unbelievable. Jeez, I'm old. That, uh, you're older. <laughs> yeah, you, you're old and I'm older. Uh, it's, it's been a huge blessing for us to, to be here. And as I mentioned, weeks ago on a sermon, um, you know, see that our kids have grown up here and, you know, they're, they're thriving mm-hmm. in this church. Um, just the legacy of this church. I, I talk about legacy in my sermon today, but, um, you know, the legacy of Lydia was her generosity and hospitality. And I am really grateful to be a part of a church community that, uh, that I would say is known for generosity and hospitality. Right. And we're, we're grateful, or I, I know we are grateful yes, we are. Um, for that. So, <laughs> All right. Thank you, Paul, for joining me on the first episode of season three of the LJPC Conversations podcast. And thank you to everyone for listening. Please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. 
This podcast has been produced by me, Shannon Cunningham, and our wonderful director of communications, Jim Sedgwick.